Hey, this is Sean. I'm here with Colin. Uh, we're recording the intro to the Campfire Passport podcast pre-show for the first time to hopefully clean things up a little bit, even though I've already messed it up three times so far. Uh, but anyway, today we're going to talk about our Alvord desert trip again, but only for a little bit because we have other things to talk about, hopefully. Um, we're going to introduce two new people, uh, Lauren and Mike. They should be a fun addition. Mike, uh, you will you will see if you don't already know Mike that he is fun to talk with and about and to. Uh, so anyways, with that being said, let's get it going. So the first thing I wanted to do was introduce you guys. Um, I'll go with Lauren because he's the first on my screen. Uh, Lauren is our resident van lifer, as proven by license plate, which is impressive. Um, he goes on most all of our trips, uh, and he is an awesome addition and can go places in a two-wheel drive van that you did not think that you could go in a two-wheel drive van, which is both impressive, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, inspiring, uh, a little terrifying sometimes too, yeah. Um, and then Mike, uh, Mike, uh, is also a resident, uh, van person, except for his van has a, a camper attached to it and it's actually a truck, but it's huge. Um, and if you listen to our last podcast, you heard all about Mike. Um, so that, that's something we're going to go over probably in just a minute. Cause I'm sure that Mike has plenty of choice words to say before I do that. The thing that I'm going to do is have, uh, Lauren and Mike introduce themselves and we're going to start with Lauren. All right, I'm Lauren. They say I'm a van lifer. I don't live in my van, though, so not, there is a distinction. Not all the time, at least. Not all the time, at least. <laughs> but I do have an Instagram for my van, so I guess that does technically make me a van lifer. <laughs> I, I, I accept that. Um, yeah, so I've, been, I've known most of these guys since high school, so I am happy to join. They've been gracious enough to let me join on some of these trips, and I know that their patience has probably run thin on some of the some of the excursions, certainly with my last van. Um, but I try to keep up and always have fun, so. You know, it's funny, I, I forgot you had a first van and now I vividly remember pulling that van out of the sand on this same birthday trip, yeah. what, five years ago, six years ago? Yeah, because it was pre-COVID. Yep. Yeah, long time. Yeah. Yeah, it was that blue Ford van, right? Yep. It's a Vlad's van. How many spark plugs? And then before that, I did I did have a 69 Dodge A100 van, but that wasn't going on any overlanding trips. Nice. Sure. But as cool as the sportsmobile is, that van was cooler. Yes, yes. All <laughs> right, Mike, what about you? What's your, what's your hot take on you? What about me? Um, I have the heaviest vehicle in the convoy. Um, I also have like the lightest vehicle as an option. So, uh, I kind of like to, you know, live on the edges. Um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked that I get to go on these trips. I get to take my whole family. Um, I also get to take a kitchen sink and a couch and a full queen size mattress. Um, but, uh, in, in reality, just as a quick touch, I probably would have had more fun in this thing than I would have on the red truck for that last trip. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I'm probably the weird one, the wild card. Um, I might have, 
a little bit of trouble doing what I'm supposed to do in certain situations, uh, that kind of thing. I don't know. What do you guys think about me? That's what I really want to know. You know what? Uh, quick, funny story. I got into a, uh, altercation with a pregnant lady yesterday. So, uh, if you really want to know me now, you know me. Did you get in a physical altercation with a pregnant lady? No, I, uh, so she was teaching a class and I was teaching a class and we were like teaching a class together. And then she yelled at me in front of the class, told me I didn't know anything and then said, I'm pregnant and stormed off. Um, and she like, got, got mad at other people. Um, I got an email apology later. Uh, well, that's, so that's helpful. anyway, yeah, wow. no. So I'm the guy in the group that'll fight a pregnant woman. And, uh, I think that, that well. sums me up pretty well. Or a college student in a K-1 parking lot. No, no, no. Those were MMA kids. And oh, it was in the K-1. Yeah, we were still in the pits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there were multiple. So, uh, Mike, I want to know uh, what you think about our last podcast and if that was okay for you. And uh, That was great. Once, once you've told us how much you still love us after we talked about you like that for 40 minutes straight. Um, I also want you to try to explain your side of that um, wonderful, wonderful time that we all had in the mountains, which uh, by the way, before well, Mike starts, Lauren missed because Lauren had the good <laughs> sense to run to the desert before we got there and have a wonderful time in the sun. He was so sunburned and so happy by the time we got there. Uh, which was a much different experience than what we had that we talked about last week. Mike? <laughs> yeah, so the I'll start with, I made it. All right. It took a lot of help from you guys. It took a lot of uh, use of my Warren Winch. It took a lot of uh, years off the life of my wife. But we made it, and we got that truck through that trail. Now, I want to start by uh, finding the nearest bus and throwing Colin under it. Because, God damn it, I said I was going to bring the Jeep. I said, hey, why don't I just tow the Jeep behind there? And then I could send Haley to the Alvor Desert with the van lifers. She could go down there and hang out with Miles. And I'll just do the trail part in the Jeep. And what did Colin text me back? And I have text of this. Nah, it's just a forest service road. It shouldn't be... Hardly anything. Wow. <laughs> and you know it what? Was, well, road, it was. Road conditions. It was you know, something. <laughs> permitting. <laughs> per, per my usual. May vary. I, per my I usual hear you. Updates as always. I can't make any promises, but it was technically just a forest road. <laughs> Gosh. I could have had so much fun. I could have been such a good helper. Um, and instead I was the, the anchor. Um, I was able to help. That makes me feel pretty good. I did help Sean get unstuck in one of those circumstances. So, uh, you did play you're anchor. welcome. Uh -huh. um, I definitely and I'm a good anchor. I'm 10,000 pounds. Uh, we ran out of water on the bit. last day because I was, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I was dropping water on the trail so that I could lose some weight on the <laughs> driver's side. So I wouldn't slide into that. Uh, like cattle watering area. Um, it was still fun. I got a lot of uh, 
emotions during that time frame. I really did enjoy doing that. Um, even with how, uh, how much work and effort it was, uh, at least I didn't get grumpy like Jesse. So I want to point that out. We had positive attitudes throughout. Um, and next time I'm going to bring the Jeep. We got another trip coming up, whatever the, um, draft weekend trip weekend is. And I'm going to have an LS Jeep Wrangler TJ on the sand dunes. And then you guys can laugh at me because I will have the power now. This is cue to mic breaking. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much <laughs> what you just sealed in right there. Yeah. No, Not I'm, a I'm, chance. I'm waiting for yeah, mm -hmm. a, a two-wheel drive dig, and he's just going to be <laughs> stuck and then breaking, trying to get out. <laughs> yes. Not a chance. No way. The next day, he went to bed. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I love Jesse, but I, I will make a correction to his stuck story. Because when he said uh, in the podcast yesterday, or the last podcast, that everyone had the good sense to leave him alone, that is a little bit inaccurate. Because Steve and I were over there throwing uh, Max tracks under tires, and he was getting madder and madder. We blew up a Max track, turned it into like 16 different pieces and I kept going over there and trying to help even when it turns out he was looking for no help and I was just obliviously like oh hey what if I just kind of what if we so uh turns yeah. turns out I don't know where to be with my body I tried a couple times as well I kind of walked over there and said hey you good and he just said I'm fine and I went okay and I walked away because that seems like the right thing to do in that moment. Uh, Lauren completely missed all this. Yeah. Did you did you listen to the podcast at all? I did listen to the podcast, and it was really interesting because I wanted to hear the perspective of the group uh, because the only perspective that I had up until that point was when everybody showed up, and it was like the aftermath. So I got I got that, and then I got the like calm and collected version which was the podcast after everybody had kind of you know settled <laughs> and, and everything so that was pretty interesting to hear that but yeah i did and i there was yeah, no I, point throughout could, that that i that i regretted my decision <laughs> at all you got us i like your decision hot. too <laughs> oh, that was good you know i like to i like to challenge myself you know i like motorcycle adventures and all that but anymore i've i've decided that i kind of know my limitations with most things and um this trip was unique because uh my brother was coming up from la with his new build he just put together a, a, a 2016 chevy colorado with an alu cab camper uh canopy on it and so we knew that he may be delayed, didn't know when he was going to be there. And instead of, you know, put, dropping pins for him to try to get to where we were, uh, just decided to meet him in the Alvord and then I'll meet up with you guys. So that's why we went that route. But I have to say there was no point when I was like bummed that we weren't going on the 
long adventure because I wanted to try out my new diesel heater and be warm and comfy, and we got to do all that. So, I believe you flew a kite also. Oh, man, we had a long conversation about diesel heaters. Oh, yeah, that too. Yes. I told Jesse to clean that diesel heater. <laughs> oh, my God, here we go again. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> I, I heard him say that, but that is, I told him, or I, I asked him the first night, I was like, hey, did you clean that thing and like get it all set up? Because I gave it to him for a very fair price, knowing that it needed to be serviced. And I told him that and he's like, oh, no, it's it, I, we're good. I made it good. Which I took as he had cleaned it and done, because all it needed was a glow plug clean because it had built up soot from me running it on too low of a, a setting. Um and then that second night when it wouldn't work and it was just smoking out the camp and everybody was trying to figure out what was happening, uh, he finally admitted. He's like, oh, you know, I, I didn't clean it. I just ran a, you know, a full. He's still running the, the diesel that I put in it two years ago. Like, there's no I'm way sure that, that should work. <laughs> so Jesse was right. <laughs> I told you so. Well, that's the way it yeah. goes. Uh, the, the key focus of that trip, and we, we really shouldn't linger on the trip too long because we talked about it extensively before, but the key thing there was all that damn mud, which Lauren completely avoided and probably has a wonderfully clean, normal vehicle from. Mike is, I'm assuming, running around his garage to find some pieces of the mud that somehow got from his driveway yeah. to there. No, it was in my chair. Nope. I, oh, well, I that's, just that pulled this sense. chair out to sit and talk to you guys. We had a chunk of mud in my chair still. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm that's uh, spending a little bit of time underneath my Land Cruiser, and there is still mud. And I spent two days pressure washing it, uh, pressure washing the engine bay, pressure washing down the tunnel, everything from the back, the front, the you sides. You mean after everywhere. I spent a day under it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, terrible. It, well, most of it came uh, I got back and Haley was surprised. Yeah, Haley was very surprised because it rained while we were pulling that motor and the mud was dropping down on me. And she's like, what happened? I looked like I had just gotten back from the Alvord trip again. <laughs> and she, I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, it was bad. Colin, is your rig all the way clean now? Oh, no. No, it's uh, it kind of the no. same God, no. situation as, as yours, like uh, the whole underside, like I'm still seeing mud on the underside, even though I pressure washed it like you did many uh, for quite quite some time. Uh, I never did do the Jesse thing of like actually wiping anything, though. So, you know, it's not like clean, but it's oh, it's I got the big stuff mine. off. Yeah. Yeah. So you have springs. Are those what's? I, I saw you comment on uh, on our text thread or something that you were hoping to find time to put them on. You still just are sitting on them. Yeah. Or is there some? Were you just missing in the something? Trunk. There was like six packages or something weird. Oh, they all showed okay. up. They okay. yeah, everything um, showed up. It's just they're good. sitting in the trunk. <laughs> that's good. All right. Um, I think did I have other. Yeah, so any other, like, rig update stuff? I had one thing to add to the Alvord thing, and one of the things that Jesse said uh, about Mike. I'm going to defend <laughs> Mike. 
This 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 is a maybe. This may be a first. <laughs> I'm defending Mike. I think this is yeah. OG. Because this is original. Jesse said made a a comment about how many times Mike had gotten stuck on the first day, which was false, because Mike only got stuck one time on the first That's day. That's true. And that was it. There was the second day that was the yep. the, the was many good stuck, one, but. Day one was yeah. only one time, and it was right before camp. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was going up that hill. End. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I, I got stuck enough times the second day that I don't really feel bad <laughs> about him being wrong about that first day numbers. Uh, so I, I once had to hook up Sean to uh, Luke to be able to have both of them pull me backwards. So I didn't pull Sean into a Creek. Uh, so just I got plenty place. stuck. Yeah. It's a good, remember how many times we went on all these trips without winches? What kind of idiots were we? I don't know how I lived without a winch before that trip. Also, I I've, I've never been mudding before that really since my childhood. So there's that, but, uh, I think that they'll prove themselves worthy in other situations. Uh, bringing Jesse you back to your dis- sweet home roots oh god it really does this this reminds me Jesse <laughs> likes to say generic things like he's never going to call out the W word that is the winches because they're not our sponsor so we don't want to be giving them free advertising that being said if that manufacturer of winches that's based out of Oregon and starts with a W would love to sponsor us. We have a lot of their product and we love it. Um, but you know, that's, that's, I think a few more listeners might help yeah. that. Yeah. The, uh, the max track yeah, comment, uh, well, also, cause that was not a brand name max track. We blew up a well, those... off brand max track. No, it wasn't. So if you know, max that's track right. wants to prove themselves and if it to was us, a regular max track. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to prove, that your max track won't explode under the lead foot of a very angry Jesse. Send them in. I'll give you my address. You just shoot us a DM, and I'll uh, I'll make sure that we get a hold of some, and I'll get Jesse stuck again. I was just gonna say that, you know, I've always had two wheel drive vans, and try to get to as many places as I can with these guys. The uh, thing that's always kept me from getting too frustrated is knowing that everybody likes to bust out their recovery gear and test it out. And it, other than the expense of buying it and stuff, you know, it is kind of fun to be able to actually use it as a lot of people don't actually end up using them. So we, we do test our gear. Um, the other oh, thing, yeah. though, is that it's just a little bit different dynamic oh, yeah. when you have, you know, hungry children, hungry wife in the vehicle or any passengers, really, that are just upset and want to get to camp. That's the that's the defining dynamic that makes it different. So. Lauren, you need to start feeding your family more. <laughs> well, we got snacks on deck, and I just toss them in the back because the van is too big to like hand them stuff. <laughs> Good luck, kids. Find that. Yeah. Hey, Colin. Yeah. Remember how I was having microphone trouble at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out when I connected uh, everything up, I did something wrong, so that's why. Okay. Um, but there's no fan running, and I'm not sitting on a creeper, and... I'm not. I got a chair. <laughs> yeah, he swapped it out. 
Come on. Oh, yeah, that's good. And I got uh, my good shorts on. And my racing shoes. Why I can't hear myself in my headphones as well as I could last time. So that's a learning lesson for the future. Uh, anyways, uh, the other thing that I had on my list um, is current events. I think that as we're getting a little bit further along in our process and, and gaining tens of followers, which I think is pretty great, um, even though we probably know at least 75 to 99% of them, whatever. Um, I'm going to be real. I I've logged in on like five different accounts. That's great. That just boosts the numbers. We need those. All and most that, of us. Uh, exposure is good. Um, I think that it's important that we go over some current events and news in our car camping world. I hesitate to mm -hmm. use the word overlanding, although that is the, that's the thing. Um, I just see at overlanding on that. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, oh, the big I thing suck though, at, this I suck at overlanding. Oh, I see. I mean, who made that for you? It's Decked, a not sponsor oh. of our show. Who? Uh, oh my god! Just didn't... stop throwing the names around. So that non-sponsor, <laughs> <laughs> that non-sponsor has some killer marketing. I just ran through some of their content today. Oh, I know. If you look at their employee page on. Uh, uh, what's the what's the website I'm looking at? dot com because um, we don't want to promote them obviously until they pay us. Uh, anyways, great. I think they would like us a lot <laughs> based on their their promotions. Um, and I bet I know. this is the perfect tie-in. I bet they're at Overland Expo West, which is going on right now ish. It starts tomorrow. Everybody's already there. Anybody who's anybody, which is not us, obviously. Uh, is down there. It's a big thing. Um, I saw some pretty cool yeah. things. Well, aren't they coming up to Redmond in July? Well, they do have Pacific Northwest yeah. Overland Expo, which will be in July, yes. But two different things, same promoter. Um, and we'll... Got it. I think we're going to do something on-site there. Like, Colin and I are trying to figure out a way to, like, finagle some way to do a remote podcast that puts people on this show at the event. And I think we could pull that off this year. Once they figure out that we suck and next year, probably not. But this year, I think we can do it. Um, this one, though, has been pretty cool. Have you guys seen anything on your social media stuffs? So I've been watching the uh, Onyx build stuff that they're going to apparently have a part in the Overland Expo uh, for the Onyx off-road stuff. Uh, and that stuff looks pretty cool. They're doing like a build for who gets to go on ultimate adventure. And um, I don't think they're going to have like a full showing at the Onyx off-road thing, but I think Nate from dirt lifestyle is heading down there and a couple other guys. Um, I'm sure a lot of those, since they're a bunch I don't of really... influencer types, they're all down there. I didn't see anything about the yeah. actual like build process. I'm, I'm looking at the Instagram right now to see. I did see mm -hmm. all of the people sharing their routes, including everybody's favorite uh, influencer, Fred Williams, uh, had some cool stuff on that. Um, Isn't he it. running yeah. in the van? I have no idea. Uh, probably. I no, I don't know. I I watched. He. I think that he is. He's bringing one of the uh, vans down for one of the companies that he usually works with because they had it somewhere and they needed it brought somewhere else. And so he's 
he's doing the the trip there to drop it off with them or something. Um, it's it looks like a pretty cool route. It's a four wheel drive, like pretty basic van at this point, but they're gonna build it out or something. Um, That's it's a Chevy built by a company that rhymes with Twiggly. Right. That's right. Because I could see it. You were ready to say it. You're ready, just like I'm, I'm gonna tell everybody to. who this is. I'm trying not to. You guys already yelled at me. I'm drinking no, it's okay. There are I'm no drinking vitamin here. R's because I can't say the R word. Or the other R I can't say any of the R words. Uh, you can say the F word though. Ah! Has it been time? Are we <laughs> Yeah, no, I was totally wrong. I don't want to tell Jesse this, but I was totally wrong about that. I think it's actually like, oh, I forgot now already. I looked it up at one point and I was completely wrong on the time, but I'm going to keep Jesse assuming that it's three minutes because it's fun to hear him say fuck after three minutes. He checks his watch. Pretty much every time without fail. He's going to start. Oh, yeah. yeah, He's got an alarm set. Yeah. Um, So I've, I've seen a way too much because I spent a bunch of time trolling uh, Instagram today uh, for company pages. And so I've been looking at all the people that are down there and doing a bunch of stuff. There's also Colin, side note, uh, the um, Helen, Georgia, what's the uh, Euro event there this weekend is Southern Worthersea. Yeah, Worthersea, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Southern Worthersea. That's this weekend as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good content out of that. Not related to this because everybody, all tens of the people want to hear us talk about rigs and not cars, but whatever, <laughs> you know, equal opportunity uh, car stuff there. Um, one of the bigger things, though, that's happening um, that I want to touch on real lightly because I want to get into it on the next podcast. So we don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but I do want to talk about it literally like less than an hour ago. Toyota just released pictures of the new uh, Tacoma and it's full redo. Um, There's a bunch of cool stuff about it. The press release actually just came out as well. And we're not going to talk about all of it because I don't want to get into it. The press release that I sent you guys earlier was yesterday's press release, which was just, or maybe it was a couple days ago, but it's just like, Hey, we're introducing this on the 19th, but they sneak peeked it today, which is the 18th, which is probably five days or so earlier than everybody's listening to this. Um, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, I think there's there's some definite upgrades. I think you can say that it has a look. I don't know if everybody will love it. I like it, but I'm also a little bit Toyota lo- loyal. Um, what do you, what do you, Lauren, what do you think? Well, it doesn't have a big box on the back or a flat nose. So I have a little <laughs> bit of a problem. <laughs> I, I have it's it only seats yeah, four yeah. people. But I have to have the large do? utility box because of my lifestyle and I just like it. So I <laughs> trucks are cool. I do like I actually like the look of it, um, but I'm not gonna rush out and buy it just because I like vans. I I would like to see companies come out with some cool vans that are not unibody that are, you know, uh, kind of geared towards modifications and stuff like that. I'd like to see more of that. Did you just change this I, to a van yeah, conversation? <laughs> just like that. It didn't you even... Spent, plate. You saw it coming. We spent three minutes on this truck before you said, man, I wish they'd, sh- I wish well, they'd make yeah, a not van. Not to derail it, but that, you asked my opinion, so back on track. 
Okay. So your opinion is I they should have made a vacuum. I do like but it looks cut. okay. It is cool, and I, I understand the appeal. All right, that's good. All right, all right. So uh, um, <laughs> I think they released, or it got uh, scooped. Uh, like two days ago, I saw a picture of the front of it and then a picture of it like in the desert uh, from some non-advertising company that, that got dropped. So that's probably why they started releasing things a little on the early side because they were already getting scooped on on uh, Instagram there. But my, my only real question is, are there still drum breaks in the back? Now, I, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to get into it because I'm actually looking at the info now, <laughs> but uh, there is not, surprisingly <laughs> enough. There's also some pretty oh, cool finally. stuff. Um, and it got scooped a while back. Is that a front locker? Like, uh, I don't think so, but I don't know. I haven't looked that deep. Somebody scooped, like, two weeks ago, one of their, um, yeah. it must have been, like, one of their patent drawings or something, and so it got leaked, and it, I mean, it's dead on. That's exactly what it looks like. It's maybe slightly different but not much uh there is a few different models like always um but the one i think that got leaked is the pro which is su not surprising that's obviously what was going to get leaked um <clears throat> i think the most interesting thing about the tacoma is the ranger raptor and we're going to also get into that a little bit more but mm -hmm. i think it's fun to speculate about them a little bit because the the two of them being stacked on top of each other means a lot for like mid-sized trucks or they're not compact anymore. I think it's mid-sized. I think that's what we're calling yeah, it. But I think in overland and off-road, like those are going to be the two things that aren't the Wrangler or the Bronco, really the the Wrangler at this point. The Bronco is fine. Uh, and I think it's a cool product, but I don't think it's caught on like a Wrangler, especially in the West coast. I don't know. It's probably different in other places, but like here it is Wrangler. That's what you see. Obviously, Mike's sitting in front of the Wrangler. Yeah. He's had the other one. And and I made the comment long ago, the Rubicon Wrangler was like of the, the GT3 RS of, of uh, off-road rigs. Like, it's just get in it and go. It's not perfect. It's loud. It's all these things. It's yeah. a straight axle, so it kind of wanders and does weird stuff. But it's the best. Um, and I think that what you're going to see is the Bronco is trying to get there. Obviously, Ranger Raptor is going to try to capture the Tacoma bro, maybe Overlander guy that's trying to go fast. Um, and that's that's the, the move. And then Toyota is really trying and a teaser for next week. They put a bunch more power in it, which is going to be interesting, too. Well, and I, I want to touch because I've been watching a ton of content on like the Easter Jeep Safari and then the Moab Jeeps and, and all that stuff that's been recently happening. Um, because for my job, I have a lot of time to sit in my vehicle and just watch things. But one of the things that I've noticed as far as like the Bronco content, most of the Bronco content is, Hey, look, we can, we can do it. And it's, it's like, look, we can almost be as JKs good as a Wrangler. And yeah, Exactly. And it's like proving that to the point where they're rolling Broncos and they're like flipping, uh, breaking steering and they're flopping on the side and they're doing all these things where like this JK on 40s walks right up it because there's enough aftermarket to put a JK on 40s for like 20 more thousand dollars than buying a, a JK. So 
I, I think yeah. that it's just going to take a while. I think those new Broncos are really cool, but they're just for a different thing. Well, I think, I think in the desert, in sand dunes. What was that? Uh, I think it has to cook a little bit. I think it's like they're still pretty fresh. Yeah. Like there was a long time where you couldn't get one. And then now they're finally out there. Now people are be able to buy a base model with a Sasquatch package without paying $30,000 over. And so that's going to be really exactly. important. And an, another interesting thing, not to go too far in the weeds, I don't know if any of you have seen the Ineos uh, Grenadier, I think is what it's pronounced, um, which is basically, Colin's going to love this or hate it, a full-scale Defender 110 knockoff. Yeah, knockoff um, is the right it, word. It yes. is, it's not a knockoff, <laughs> but it, it's like a reimagined. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting, though, because it's live axles, it's front and rear lockers, it's not cheap, but it's not that expensive when you compare it to a Bronco Raptor. It starts at seventy grand, and it comes with a lot of stuff. So it's kind of an interesting let's, market let's that, like, that 392 Wrangler and Bronco Raptor are going to live it's in. It's a lot closer to what a Defender is supposed to be than what the new defender is yeah like that's that's probably the easiest way yeah to, it is to the defender that. the way it should have been it's not like a mahindra rock yeah. <laughs> no i think people were worried that that was going to be the case but... now it's yeah well ineos has like their big capital like that that is a giant company um, and, and they definitely put a ton of money into it, but I'm curious to see the reviews because, uh, I wrote an article about it, like, I don't know, in the, in the winter. And there was a lot of speculation, like Colin saying, like, who knows what it's actually going to be. This is a first time manufacturer. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah. it, man, it's got the right parts. That's for sure. So I don't, I don't know. I can tell you that I've seen this happen before in the motorcycle world with reboots of brands. Um, it happened with Norton like two or three times where Norton rebooted their super bike. They had it in Isle of Man and it was just financial disaster because you have, you're catering to a niche market. So I've, I've seen those defenders too. And I think that the idea is cool if you've got the money for it, but I also, the classic defender is just fun too. You can do a lot with that. So hopefully it works out. Well, and it, and the things that uh, uh, on the same kind of topic, they've done it with the Mustang uh, from the 60s Mustang where they tried to make it modern and sell it. And that company didn't do so hot because, gosh darn it, all those old guys who were buying 60s Mustangs wanted a 60s Mustang, not a modern interpretation of. And so when I, I heard about that, that Defender with my air quotes, um, it seemed like the cost there you could get into an okay classic defender for the same money and then you knew what you're getting into i think it's going to steal from the new defender and i think it's going to steal from wrangler because somebody's going to want an upscale wrangler and that's what they're going to look for um or it's going to be kind of cannibalizing um I guess, yeah, to go back, it's going to cannibalize new Defender sales, which is pretty interesting. But I, I want to note this for Lauren because I think he'll find it interesting. Uh, Ineos is the fourth largest company in the world uh, worth over $17 billion. So I think they can probably uh, screw it up and then just kind of move on and keep it. They got fuck you money. They have the definition. 
Well, in fairness, the the Norton debacle, which if if you have any interest, it's pretty interesting to read about. But uh, they built their factory instead of building a factory they bought a castle <laughs> in, in the uk so yeah, you know, that I, makes sense they weren't making Smart choices all around <laughs> is, is the, how are you gonna get knighted if yeah. you don't own a castle <laughs> is this defender gonna be made in the uk though it is because that's I'm part of it too. sure okay i'm pretty sure Let's which see. who knows if that's good or bad it uses a bmw drivetrain which again who knows if it's good or bad it's modern which is probably pretty good um, and it uses like. But so does the Supra. Yeah, well, the Supra's pretty good too. Sorry, Colin. Uh, people like it for you know reasons. That's fine. Still, <laughs> aesthetically. Nine sure. seconds reasons. Um, but yeah, it's like they're using the right parts. It's got a regular transfer case. It's regular solid axle. It's coil spring. It's you know it's lockers. It's got Recaro seats. It's got like it, they basically took the catalog of all the shit they should have put on it and put it on there, which isn't always the right recipe, I think we all could agree, because, you know, there are a lot of cars that should be good on paper and really aren't that great. Uh, Bronco, to go back, is really cool yeah. sounding on paper, and it's pretty good, but the, the market is kind of soft on it. And somehow people are buying Forerunners, for example, over them, when in reality, the Bronco probably can outperform the Forerunner every way, but... Toyota has market share, they've got capital, they've got all the things that make people buy them, which is, I think, super interesting. Yeah, I, th um, I think that if Bronco and moms love forerunners. stop trying to do the comparison thing, where they're just, like, they're pointing out that they're yeah. living in the Wrangler's shadow, if they would just be their own well, car it, and stop doing the comparison like stuff, they'd probably get more interest. It's this whole, well, look, it, it can almost do what the Jeep does. And it's yeah. like, well, anybody that's undecided about, well, should I get a Wrangler or a Bronco is going to see that and be like, well, they're, tell they're telling me that the Wrangler is better. And so is Jeep. So if you're both telling us the same thing, why am I buying a Bronco unless I'm just like <laughs> dead set on having a Bronco? Yeah, it's a it's a strange uh, move that they've got going on, but I don't know. I mean, they're they're not not selling them. No, they are yeah, popular. It's... I did see one the other day. I don't know if anybody's seen this yet. I saw one with no fenders. It is the most terrible looking thing ever because without fenders, a Bronco just looks narrow. Without fenders, a Wrangler looks like a Wrangler. There's no difference because they're pinched at the front. Ah. Luke brought this up. Broncos are not. Broncos are just yeah, narrow trucks with big old fenders on them. So this, to see one without fenders. This bothers fender, me just thinking about it. Oh, it's so weird. I, I don't I'm going to look this up all. after this because yeah. I didn't Maybe think that the fenders looked all that good. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I have to use the phone thing that I'm already using. Yeah. No, but I, I didn't think the fenders looked all that great, but I never wondered what it would look like without them. And now I do. And it, it almost well there's one local so you drive around more than all of us you might see it oh, it's okay <laughs> i'll try not to yeah, in my opinion good. uh one of the new broncos with uh like forest green or the british racing green that they've got with a white roof and white steelies that satisfies the new defender look for me <laughs> i can't afford a new defender. yeah i gotta say I, as much as Colin hates it, and we love to have differing opinions on all this shit, 
I like the new defender. I think it's great. I don't think it's the same as an old defender, but I think it's a good SUV. I think it's better than, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's better than what an LR4 could have been, or they could have called it an LR4, but it, it's really nice. I drove one. I liked it. I think it's cool. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be, which was weird. And they're making um, a 130 now, but too. It's nice, but it's $120,000 to start. So, like, of course it's It looks it's like nice. an RC car. It looks oh, fake when it's that. in a parking lot. I do like them. I think they're. I think, like you said, they're very cool. Um, especially the interior. The interiors in those are just absolutely gorgeous. Which is a total yeah. Land Rover newer Land Rover thing to do is just have an am- amazing interior. But yes, I, I I think that the branding is incorrect, and that's where I'll put that is. The, I don't feel like that's a defender. I feel like that's the new discovery, which is the for us is the LR3, LR4 is what those were. And then they brought the discovery back as just a regular, like you know, compact subcompact SUV, which is absolutely terrible. Um, but if it was just hey, we brought the discovery back, this is it, that would make sense. Or this is an LR5, that would make sense. But calling it a defender doesn't make sense to me it's like it's like when jeep does something that isn't a wrangler if they were to rebrand it and do ifs or whatever and then say no this is the wrangler it it doesn't make any sense and that's why jeep has done well enough to hold on to wrangler and keep axles and things like that because they know that that's what makes that that car well, it's because they already made that mistake with the Cherokee. <laughs> if you look at the abomination that is the Cherokee now, and then if I open my garage door and show you what a Cherokee was in the year 2000, you'll be like, oh, no, we figured it out. That's why. That's why the Wrangler gets taken care of. Yeah, but the Defender was a military truck. You're not going to see an adaptation of the new Defender as a military vehicle. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, you can still buy a Humvee. The argument there is the G-Wagon, because the G-Wagon stayed the same forever. It didn't go away. That's what happened with the Defender, and that's the direct comparison to the Wrangler that fails a little bit, too, is that it went away, right? It it was gone. New G-Wagon is a weird in-between, because it's not quite as soft. Yeah, but if you... I've I've driven a lot of new uh, G-Wagons, and even in full trim... When you shut the door, it still kind of feels like a military truck. Yeah. Why have you driven a lot of side. G-Wagon? Talk to me about Let's Let's, yeah. well, let's go you. into this. I worked at Mercedes. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, well, that, that would make sense. I wanted it to be a no, good story. Out. It's the beginning and end. <laughs> <laughs> that checks yeah. out. Well, on that note, uh, I think it's a nice transition to uh, ask – actually, to ask Colin if he had any other subjects because he told me pre-show – that he might have some things to talk about. Oh. And when the mighty editor says he has things to talk about, you listen. Oh, damn it, he's a producer. Yeah, I keep calling him Well, I mean, editor. I edit everything, but but either way. Um, I mean, but the, my topics are more of a uh, looping back around on stuff, and I don't want to just, like, run down my list of, of things here. Um, I Since I didn't That's give fair. my two cents on the uh, Taco and Ranger, though, because we got sidetracked on vans and then land rovers mm. and whatnot but <laughs> uh sorry uh, <laughs> the uh the taco uh the little speaker in the dash 
super cute. I love that. I'm sure that'll sell for a ton yeah. of, you know, influencer girls and things like that. Um, but there We're was a picture of three petals, which is kind of a cool little tease as well that they're going to bring a manual back. Uh, thought that was a cool feature that, you know, will probably pay off in certain senses. Or Gen Z needs an extra brake pedal. <laughs> oh yeah, double brakes. Uh, oh. It's going to be interesting because like I alluded to before, it definitely has a bunch more power. Uh, so manual, more yeah. power, that's pretty cool. Like Nobody's going to complain about that. That speaker is stupid. It's basically <laughs> like a direct uh, FU to Rivian, uh, which I find funny because... <laughs> I'm sure a Rivian actually sounds decent inside, and that JBL system in the Tacoma, sorry to audio nerd for two seconds, is also still going to sound like trash, as it always has, even with a stupid removable center channel. Well, and, and let's also not forget the Ranger has been out worldwide for like, what, four or five years in this same iteration? So... Even though it's yeah, the but... new Rain, Ranger Raptor to the U.S., it's still a platform that has been around for a while longer. So the platform, the, yes. the 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 actual Raptor trim is new, new though. It is new, right? Yeah, yeah. But... world, it's they have had a exactly. Raptor before. That's not new, but this is a new iteration. Think Gen Three Raptor F one fifty, like just different, not right, the same right. Thing. But the chassis, yes, and it's been around for more than that. It's been around for like nine years. So that, but that I think gives Ford a head start because if you're modifying a thing that you've already figured out and making it good, it's a lot. It's a lot different than trying to modify um, something that you're just building for the first time. So I think there's going to be an interesting play there because Toyota's got all the newest new technology, but Ford's got the ability to look back for the last eight years and say, Hey, this didn't work or this did work or people have been doing this to these vehicles. So I, I just think it's going to be an interesting play between the two. I think what doesn't yeah, work I think is the, the, the thing to remember front. probably moving forward is that the, yeah, I think that the thing to remember moving forward is that the Ranger Raptor is going to be different than a TRD Pro. They're not going to live in the same... Yeah. They will be cross-shopped, but they're not the same. It's like comparing a ZR2 Chevy Silverado to a Raptor. They're not the same. They're right. similar price points. They live in a similar market, and they will be cross-shopped, but they can't be directly compared. Um it's not the TRX versus Raptor R comparison, which is a direct... Right. That, that's what we look at. And now if a 450 horsepower Tacoma comes out that's TRD Pro and has 13 inches of travel, yeah, that's a comparison. Um, but it, it's weird because... What is going on here? <laughs> it's weird because I don't know that they're going to... that they're really going to do it completely. I don't think Toyota will pull that card yet. Or I just I wish that the Ranger didn't look so much like the F one fifty all of a sudden. 
it used to have its own look. Like the the when they yeah, brought the Ranger like, yeah. back no, for the true. U.S., kinda, it start it looked I good. Like it. I liked the way it looked when they brought it back because I I kind of like the whole Aussie truck look, the way that the Aussies kind of went with their new model trucks. They kind of yeah. took that and made theirs look that <laughs> way, and now it just it looks like a small like basically their small version of an F one fifty. Like it. it I wish it was its own thing, like it had its own look rather than hey, we're going to make it look like all the rest of our trucks, but just on a small scale. Is that just like the various domestic market regulations yeah. or I, I, don't, I don't know that kind of stuff. Well, it looks this way worldwide now. Right. It's completely different. This is the, uh, I was just reading it. It's the P703 model which is the second generation of the model that we already had, basically. Um, so it's kind of an interesting... Well, Ford's uh, been trying to go global with everything, though, for the last, like, 10 years. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, obviously. Like, from a manufacturing standpoint and a business standpoint, sure. Uh, but that doesn't mean we can't complain about it, obviously. I'm good at complaining. We all love that. <laughs> right. Yes. We're yes. pro. Sorry, I just had to run upstairs and get my charger because my phone just started blinking at me. Oh, good. So, a little yeah. out of breath. I don't run a lot. <laughs> Maybe that's my transition. <sighs> uh, I was really looking for a transition to ask you guys if you'd seen any good YouTube content, which is a thing that I'm trying to push as a segment on our show. I don't know if that's going to work, Well, it's I, I... something. I sent a bunch of uh, stuff into Colin a while back. I thought it was pretty good content, but he didn't post it on the YouTube channel yet. So, no, it's just this garbage up there content? right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh, weeks okay. ago. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. No, I've really been, like I said, so that Onyx off-road build challenge. Um, I've been following Dirt Lifestyle Nate and Dave Chappelle because they're building Not a the uh, 80 series. Uh. And uh, it looks pretty cool. It's on 39s with a one-inch lift, Sean. Get on their level. You speak, Do you see how much time he spent filling in all those holes? <laughs> I don't want to do that right now. Yeah. So don't do don't the holes. Do just get on 39s. You already have a bigger lift. I don't know if, if you've noticed this, Mike, but I'm like eyeball deep roughly in bigger work than 39s. I'm just saying, I obviously have, I have noticed, I've been in that, oh god, here we go, I've, I've been in that too, you know, I don't say anything, it's so, I don't it's know so weak about. looking, I don't, I don't know if that's, is there, huh, four cylinder, huh, nice, looks factory, looks factory, uh, well, huh. <laughs> so I'm just saying I, there's a lot of good content in that. Cause, uh, so oh, back yeah. to that Onyx off-road build challenge, it's a, it's a $15,000 challenge. They got three guys or three teams that are competing. It's like the bleeping Jeep guys. Um, Rudy, who used to be Matt's off-road recovery and, uh, the mischief maker, um, channel are together doing one rig. And then uh, Dirt Lifestyle and Dave Chappelle are doing another rig. So 
all three of them are taking like some pretty cool platforms and building pretty cool things. There's going to be a, a S10 on tons. There's going to be a Dodge Power Wagon. No, it's a Ram uh, Charger. Or not, not a Power Wagon. Um, Ram Charger. Thank yeah. you. That's the um, one, too. And that's going to be on tons. Yeah. And then uh, and then there's a, a Toyota that's going to be on 39s, unlike somebody. Um, and, and they're going to all compete to see who gets to go on Ultimate Adventure, uh, which I think is going to be a pretty cool setup. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I watched uh, I watched the first content in the un, unnamed mapping challenge presented by YouTubers, um, and it was uh, it was pretty I'll good. I'll name like drop all day. Content. <laughs> Major shout out to every single person that you've suggested here. Uh, it's good. I think it's going to be interesting. It's if interesting. They've got, this, it'll uh, help. They've got what's his name with the crazy hair. The the Ian something guy, guy Fieri. hosting, not Guy Fieri, but it's yeah, almost Ian's Guy Fieri. Have you ever seen them yeah. in the same spot? No, different colored hair could never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It it's been it's good though. I've only watched I've only watched the Land Cruiser content because oh, that is all I'm interested in. Even though that S10 is probably going to be pretty good. Cool. Well, you're yeah. diversifying your market I have though. Exactly. Like, this is something that zero do want. big screen zero interest in the Ram Charger. That's too bad for you. So, man. you know, <laughs> what about an S10 on tons? That it's might be kind of cool. Good S10 though. That S10 well, is like the square body I, S10. I, I had one of those. S10s. I liked it. Those are, ugh. Actually, I don't think I like any S10s now that I think about it. But <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I can still hear you guys, but I'm gonna go pee, so you're gonna have to hear me. Oh my god! You know you can mute your microphone. You're right? for... <laughs> ah, I don't I even know like how. We already found we... the last guy maybe, we want. Maybe on we this. should end the show while he's peeing. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, God, there's a, a mark clip button on here, and I think I'm gonna press that right about now <laughs> just to mark this terrible clip. Yeah, could they like put us in Japanese vending machines? <laughs> well, you can contact me directly at uh, secretrsvp at gmail.com. I'll send you clips. That's not his. That is definitely his real email oh address. Oh my god! Folks. Yeah, you, that is you, not a. Absolutely is. I, I'll send you whatever you want. When he emails you, it goes straight to your junk every time. I don't have junk mail. I just have junk. Oh my god. Uh, well, I think that's as good of a time as any to wrap this up. Uh, I think that um, we've had a good range of topics, and I think that's great. Um, I think that our viewership, the tens of them, should know that both Lauren and Mike will be here in the future. Um, and I will let them say goodbye in two seconds, just after I say our next show. We're going to record really soon, because that actual Tacoma release happens tomorrow even though i saw the press release today and we're gonna talk about that a bunch um and i think we're gonna go over i forgot what else we're gonna go over but we're gonna go over some cool stuff i think or maybe it'll be boring or maybe it'll just be jesse complaining about something we will see um until then i think i will pass it over to lauren and then to mike 
to say goodbye. Well, just like the uh, trips that we go on, you guys let me tag along. Thanks for letting me tag along here. I'm not an industry professional. I don't follow the trends and vehicles. So I really appreciate you bringing me on and uh, talking about vans. So, yeah, thanks. Van life forever. Well, I'd like to uh, tell Lauren I'm going to reach out to him a little bit later because I'm trying to buy a motorcycle right now. Um, and then also I'd like to say, sorry, Mom, um, and then uh, let you guys go. I'm glad your mom listens. That's great. That's great Sorry, Teresa. <laughs> I don't think she does, but someday she should know Maybe that I'm sorry. one of the ten. Hmm. Yeah. I have one more thing. All right, I think that's a good I, I, have, I mean, I have right. one more thing for Lauren if he's still here. <laughs> it's hard to tell if he's still here or not. Yeah. But... Oh, I forgot. No, it's not. And it's not even what you're thinking, Sean. Just... I actually, <laughs> on another note, oh. I because uh, he kind of. I mean, he he kind of went over you know van life and what it's like. Uh, I I wanted to ask about the foot race. Oh, the oh foot yeah. Race. <laughs> the foot well, the, I don't know. I don't even know how that even started, but um, yeah, I'm not sure how it started. Right. So, but I'm down we for don't it. know how it started, but we had a prime opportunity and it didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, Luke drove many yeah, hours. Don't know how it started. To, Luke's to been turning at altitude. Uh, <laughs> There's still it still didn't happen. So. I'm a little disappointed. Well, you you also were going to ask me about uh, van life. What is the worst part of van life? Right, but the foot race I did is actually have an answer. Also. Oh, okay. Well, you've got an answer for that. Well, I'll, okay. I'll let you give you the, the answer for that then. So the worst part of van life is is uh, cassette toilets, which I don't have one of those. Mm, yeah. But <laughs> I. I love to imagine, not often, but I love to imagine van lifers, they get their two, $300,000 bill done. They go out camping with their girlfriend that they just met or whatever. At some point, they got to pull that cassette toilet out. Do they sit in the van? Does the other person sit in the van? Do they look at each other? Like, how does that work? I, yeah. I do want to know how that works. You have to use the, the flip around seat. And so that you can flip it around and stare into their eyes yep. as they're doing that. So that's the worst part of van life. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not direct eye yes, contact. Yes, direct eye contact. You no. can't have your eyes anywhere else. It's got to no. be eye to eye. That's too much. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, if, if we're going to go ahead and stretch this, you guys can all apologize to Truck Norris over I'm here. I'm not making any apologies. I, I already defended uh, you I once. I will not subscribe to vehicle out. name. I'm sorry. That's another good point. <laughs> and then if uh, if anybody's looking for a Cherokee, I got this one for sale. If you just want to go ahead again, reach out to me at secretrcp at gmail.com. You can go ahead and buy that Cherokee. We're available. Uh, otherwise, I hope you guys have a good night. I'm going to get the heck out of here.